This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, everybody? It's Garrett Johnson here, back with another week on the reel down. Um, Jimmy's not going to be with us here tonight. It's just going to be running me running the show, so hopefully it goes well. No hiccups this time. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, but this week we got the first and second place winners from the Hobie BOS event on Santee Cooper Lakes. Uh, it looks like we had quite a showdown down there uh, I mean, tons of big fish caught a couple guys over 100 inch limits uh, but it was very feast or famine it seemed like there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that seem to struggle but without further ado we'll go ahead and start bringing these guys on so uh, back for another week <laughs> with this and, and following up his national kayak series event win with a second place uh finish on the BOS is Russ Snyder's. How's it going, guys? What's going on, man. <laughs> Our guys, how's it going, Jared? Jared, I know uh yeah, yeah I know Ryan's got uh, back, come back for another week. as well. Yeah, 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 back again, man. It's uh, it's been been a lot of tournaments this year and a lot of traveling and 
yeah, you're, on, are, you're uh, on quite a heater right now. I mean. <laughs> it's it's going good, man. It's my favorite time of year to, to do tournaments. I love the pre-spawn and the spawn, and um, things been working out well lately, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, you can say that again. It's definitely, uh, I think we all aspire to kind of have that kind of success continuate continually that you, that you have. So you're definitely like an idol in our in our community right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard to figure out how to handle the attention and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm trying to do my best to, to be a good role model and a, a positive, you know, positive Well, well we think you're stuff. doing a good job, so keep it up, man. Thank you. <laughs> but I'll go ahead and bring on our first place winner for this event, uh, Mr. Uh, Chad Walden. <clears throat> What's going on, Chad? Hey, buddy. I appreciate you having me here tonight. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you can make it on with us. Both I'm of you new guys. to all this. You know, Russ Russ is going to have to make sure I'm I'm staying in check over here, being being a rookie <laughs> at all this. You know, he's done it a bunch, and and uh, hey, we got a seasoned veteran over here. Yeah, that's right. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, I don't have to fool too much and and have too much fun. And y'all get sick. Of, hopefully, y'all get sick of seeing me. I, I, I'd like y'all to get sick of seeing me if I can not be the one hit wonder. <laughs> So I'm sure I'm sure we'll see we you back. Crushed again. it on this one, man. We crushed it. We definitely <laughs> yeah. earned it. Yeah, it was, it was cool being up there on stage with Russ and 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 I mean with you and uh and and battling it out to say that I I went toe to toe with Russ and and that was two events. He he won the other one, the Queen City event, you know, and uh, I got second place on it. And so the Queen City and, that one was a, a four a fish four, event. Four Is that right? Four fish yeah. limit. Yeah, I think you had a twenty-two and a half for your yeah, big fish. Four. Yep, 22 and a half uh, yep. my big fish. I had and three over 20. You had, you had all five over 20, which was yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I can't yeah. say I've ever, that's, I don't think, I, yeah, I can't say I've ever done that. Oh, tournament. really? I don't think, I don't think I've ever got five over 20. No, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's always kind of the goal a lot of times going into the yeah. thing, especially at a place like Sandy Cooper. Well, and, uh, and that's but, the bad thing is I had no service. So I didn't think 103 was even, I thought it may have been top five. I didn't think it had a chance of winning with 103, maybe top 10. Yeah, with the way that but, place was fishing, I would have, yeah. I would have not felt safe either. But no, no, the week it was the day before. If it was the day before when it was windy like that. I mean, some areas we would have, <sighs> it would have been brutal. But there is also, if you can get away in some of the more protected stuff, like when it was pre-frontal with that storm coming in, I think it certain areas it would have made it even better. It might have yeah. taken 105, 106 that mm-hmm. day before. But, well, let's talk, but, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so if anybody else didn't realize it, the first day of the event ended up getting canceled due to weather and high winds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it turned the two-day event into a one-day shootout when definitely was a shootout. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can I can say I can say, yeah, I wish I would have I wish I would have had two days to see what it really was about, but I can't change it. Uh, you know, yeah, just, uh, and they hey, made the best decision. Ain't no point changing. I made the best of the situation. So yeah, <laughs> you did, man. You did, and like I said they. I it would have been great to fish out there both days, but they. You can't criticize at all uh, AJ or Vinny no. for making the decisions that they had to make, and I think it was the right one given the information that we were given at the time. You know, the storm did yeah. let up, and it ended up. You know, it's like, oh man, it it was due. I think if they would have been able to see the future they would have been like all right it's safe enough but like yeah. i said you can't you can't predict the future or what's can't really happen. gamble when you got 187 yeah. Yeah. people yeah you know, well that they, totally seen the, the news the, the weather that when it hit it came through with all the storms that it was you know, just wrecking those towns mm-hmm. you know 
I mean, it, yeah, it was the same front essentially that came yeah. through with the tornadoes and stuff that hit Little Rock and yeah, uh, all those other areas. That yeah, yeah seeing that, let's see. Yeah, some, they did the right some thing. Of the, <clears throat> some of the regions. So, I think they made the safe call. Uh, the probably the best call, but uh, I'm sure they're going to get criticism for it either way. But uh, I mean, you know, I just gotta. Do it again, so prove that it wasn't just a fluke, you know. I mean, just oh, I didn't want a one-day event, What's, you know. Uh, anybody? I, 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 I said that too. I was like, man, this would have definitely been the one I should have fished. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could luck up and win a one-day, yeah, one-day event. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. so it was. What's a, the next it, event you'll be doing, Chad? I'm, I'll be down there with you. Um, two hours away. I start practicing next week. So, oh, for for Hartwell. Oh, yeah. Hartwell, awesome. uh, the cool. Bassmaster yeah. event there. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty good possibility. We'll see each other. So, all right, it should be a good one. That <laughs> you know the, what I like? The Carolinas are getting a ton of attention <laughs> yeah, you right know now. What I like to do, buddy. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to be. I know I'm not going to be chasing around spotted bass all over the place with live scope. That's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, that is true, buddy. That is true. I so. have a live scope. I might practice a couple. Like if I get some extra time to practice, that'll probably be a good day. That'd be a good Sorry. opportunity for me to learn a little bit. Yeah, that's, so that's kind of what I did at uh, Chick this the, for the uh, Bassmaster event there. I took the time there to kind of learn my live scope a little more. Cause yeah, yeah. It's not often to get four or five days in a row to go mess with that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and only so certain lakes, like, you know, set up good for it. Obviously, Hartwell is going to be one where it's def- there's, that's definitely going to be – yeah, uh, factor, there's going to be some, I think. and, the, so and Russ, that depends would, uh, too on the weather though. Like if it's yeah, too Russ, windy, it's going to be hard for them to start Russ, live scoping. Yeah, that's true. I tell you, Russ, um, perspective mode is going to be your friend. Um, everybody else is going to be support facing, um, how you like to fish and how shallow I like to fish. Um, Murray, I found him on gravel bottoms and that live scope. I didn't chase fish with the live scope. Like I don't generally catch a lot of fish. Because, well, on the live scope, I don't throw at the fish, but I, I put mine on perspective mode for Santee and Hartwell, I mean, and uh, Murray. Um, and Murray, I was chasing gravel bottoms. Um, and you can see gravel and rock really well in perspective mode. Um, you know, you see different, you know, different types of bottoms. So that's what I chased, um, you know, at, at Murray and, and, and got on a real good pattern because all I was looking for are gravel and rock veins. And you yeah. can find them really good on that. So, um, you know, so I can't believe you don't already have it. I've heard stories of you putting your, your, uh, your, your depth. I mean, your transducer on the side of your kayak. You did, yeah. outside, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. I got the new mount for the Garmin mount for perspective and the, what's the, the one I, I got it from dugout. Um, I shouldn't say it cause I'm sponsored by music city, man, yeah, but, <laughs> the, the but yeah, Fisher mount, dugout, is that the one you're talking the, about? Uh, what was, yeah, the, it's the fish yeah. The fish yeah, yeah. out. And uh, so I got that up. Uh, and then I got the Garmin uh, that works with perspective where you can kind of, we don't have to move it around yeah. everything to move it around. What yeah. I did though, it seems to be working good. It has little teeth on it, you know, so that it locks, mm-hmm. so that it kind of locks in place. But what I noticed yep. is you can't kind of either like way up like this or down too much like this. There Actually, almost needs to be like an in between tooth. Or yeah. Something. So I sanded off the teeth. And huh. it still, it actually seems like it's going to work really good like that. So I can kind of make those micro adjustments a lot better. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll let you know how it works. But yeah, that makes good. sense. Cool. I thought about that the other day because I've been 
Yeah, yeah just sand, don't like, sand. I sanded it off a little too much. If I was to do it over, I just like half sand the teeth. Yeah. So the points aren't there. It's kind of flat. Yeah. So, so you the don't problem have to lock is, it. yeah, well, the problem is the bolt dead, like dead ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yep. when it dead yep. ends, it's, if it's all the way sanded, it doesn't have enough friction. So it has just enough friction, but I'm like, oh, I wish I just had a little, yeah. sanded a little less off. You're going to have so. to put and some it, kind of little tape or something in there. Put, put yeah, a, a little rubber, rubber washer yeah, or something yeah. like that yeah. would probably be good. But, so uh well man we're already getting sidetracked here but <laughs> we're talking about all kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah. hey. uh so i mean did you did both of you guys get it i mean i talked to chad a little bit but um you guys pre-fished for the event and uh russ did you pre-fish how, how did that go or did you go to history um i can't think of term i went to um i did go to history i pre-fished um uh three days and i first day i pre-fished uh somewhere that i've been before and caught a few caught a few good fish i knew there was going to be uh some more boat pressure there though come the weekend and there was going to be probably some kayaks in there too yeah. uh but i knew it was an area that with like post frontal conditions that that could be good uh and i felt felt like i you know i had, had a chance caught i think two over 20 that day but didn't get a lot of bites so i'm like all right well, this has potential but given all the pressure like yeah it's not going to be as as easy as it was today um second day i fished with cody and we explored some new water and did not have much success at all until like we went almost all day without a bite until three o'clock or three thirty and then we we started finally catching some um i think i was in I think that was the area that Cody ended up fishing. Some of that was some of the water that Cody ended up fishing that we finally got to in the afternoon there. And um, and then on Friday, I went back to where uh, one of the places that I got second place last year. Last year, I fished two different, two different areas. Um, and I went back to where I went the first day last year and uh, got a few by. I basically shook everything off that I got bid on and I... Uh, except for one I accidentally hooked and it was a 21 and Dang. I, I was the only fish I got, but I shook off maybe six or seven without really trying too hard. And I knew like it set up exactly like it did last year. Last year we had the water suck out and it screwed yeah. that stuff up. I fished it on that first day and I just like, by the time of the end of the day came, uh, that water was so low, like it just pulled all those fish out of there. And that's why I had to go to a different spot the second day uh and this tournament it was perfect the water was coming up it was full there was just setting up exactly the same i already knew the area and thing about fishing area like cypress trees uh is there's you know all cypress trees aren't the same you know some yeah. are gonna kind of you know it's like put like a point value on each one uh, yeah. as far as just like where it's located if it's more isolated if it has some vegetation or grass around or if it's you know the amount of shade or the all those things kind of play a factor so i knowing and it, it can get hard especially when your fishing area just has so many of those cypress trees that's you can get like turned around in there so easy so yeah. it really benefits you to really 
know if you know the area well especially being able to go back there that second time and know how stuff lays out and know what areas are going to be a little dirtier what areas are going to be a little cleaner what areas are going to have more sun exposure which you know which ones have more better grass around them which ones are are deeper sometimes you want them to fish more of the shallow trees but knowing all those differences so you can kind of move around efficiently in an area yeah. and know you know uh, what decision you know to try different things until you kind of figure out what's going on and how they understanding how they move around there just plays a big part of, yeah, of doing well when you're fishing those cypress tree lakes well i i guess and we didn't really talk about this but do you mind it's describing a little bit how santee cooper the lakes set up because I don't know if a lot of our listeners are familiar with like. I'll let Chad. You're you're more familiar with me, so you answer that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll, we'll drop drop back to the practice real quick because I practiced to hide from the wind. So I was setting up the lake to hide from the wind. Um, okay. Ant can get nasty in the wind, so I was watching the yeah. wind all. Week. So I fished, you know, the side that the wind was coming from the whole week. It's pretty um, much a low lowland reservoir. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Like yeah. Fishes yeah, like yeah. lowland, right? That's exactly right. I mean, it's just cypress trees and swamps. I mean, you can you can do anything there. You can go fish docks. I mean, um, a friend of mine was I was talking to him and he said you can win on that lake in five hundred spots. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, you really can if you you can find them in so many different spots. Uh, cypress trees, um, it swamps. You know, you got flats. I mean, you can you can fish just whatever you want. Um, you know, I think there was some people fishing you know current and some people fishing you know steel water. Some people fish fishing eelgrass. Some people mm. fishing, you know, um, just all the vegetation, lily pads. Just so you, you, you would, if you did your research and rode around that lake and found what fits you, I think the people who found what fits them probably did the best. Um, so kind of fish you your know. own strengths. Yeah. So I, I practiced uh, each day a different day, and I don't really like to stick too many fish. I found um, on Mon Monday, Monday I went down and practiced. Um, and the wind was terrible. So I put in and, and it was blowing and I said, no, I'm not, there's no way I can go right here. So I moved and went somewhere else and I, I fished in there and I, I missed one on a swim jig. Um, and it, it, it got me off surprise. My phone rang and I picked it up and answered it. And it railed it, but it railed so much slack in my line and there was no catching up to it. Um, yeah. even eight, three to one reel. Um, so, um, then, the, you know, the second day of practice, I practiced, you know, you can go to clear water so you can have black water, clear water, muddy water. You can, you know, then I went to clear water, um, and found seven on beds, but I found them on Tuesday and you, and then I look at the wind, you can't, I couldn't rely on any bed and fish because the wind on the wind, if the wind blows, like it was supposed to blow on Saturday, it's going to blow, it's muddy up the water. You're not, you know, I marked them. And cause you know, the great thing about kayaks, I don't know if people know it, you turn your electronics off and you can go right over the beds. They won't move off of it. If you just ease across the beds, you know, they won't move off of it. You just drop a pin right on top of them and, you know, you go to your next one. And, you know, I found seven in a little pocket with, you know, you can't, I couldn't rely on bed and fish. That's one thing I didn't want to have to do. Um, it's always so, a risky move to try to. Yeah. Especially in a kayak. I mean, I was standing on my seat, you know, uh, I was in a Hobie um, 360 and I was standing on my yeah. seat you know, looking in the water, you know, that's, you know, it's not easy to do, um, which I, luckily I'm only five, seven, so I'm not a big guy. So it's, it's a little easier. So, yeah. um, well, I'm like, I'm six foot, like two eighty, and I've stood in my seat and done that. And it, yeah, 
it does not feel comfortable. Like if the yeah. wind blows the wrong way, I'm going in. You're going in. So, so Wednesday, Wednesday uh, was Wednesday was the magical day. Um, you know, buddy of mine come down from uh, Charlotte, Mooresville, and uh, fish with me, uh, Mr. Jim, and uh, and he was late, so I, I sat still um, on the spot and checking it out, and and I, I seen stuff on the graph and the perspective mode, and did I threw a couple times, couldn't couldn't catch him. Um, then Mr. Larry pulls in and, and, and they come in, I mean, for some reason, I don't know if he pushed them or whatnot and they were right in front of his boat. He wouldn't throw the man. It's just, it was the coolest thing. Cause he was so respectful. Like, cause he asked me about, um, we were, we were going to go check this other area out and he asked me if he could go with us. And I said, come on. And so he was waiting for Jim to get, get there. And, um, and I said, I said, uh, I said, Mr. Lake throw, he throws out there and sticks a 23 and a half. And I was like, okay. I said, we're not going we're not throwing it anymore. So we, we left and we checked and we went over to somebody's spot, you know, and, and we, uh, I caught two fish. Um, I caught a 19 and a 22 and I, I left it and that was on Wednesday. Um, and I paddled two miles to another spot and checked it and shook off a couple of fish and then went two miles another direction and check it and trying to find some of the same, you know, same areas um and check it and then we left so so russ i didn't stick your fish buddy i shook them off no, for thank you so we got out of there we got out of there and i was like i need to check check my you know where mr larry caught that 20 that 23 and a half and i said uh and larry had larry went and did his own thing he went you know went went out and you know um and he was fishing some cypress trees and he he did really well and he went back and he he didn't do well on saturday but uh he 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 was on some good fish. I think they just moved when the water moved. When the water came up, they moved on him. Um, and so when I came back to the spot where Mr. Larry caught that fish, um, I threw in there and because I got I, what I did is I got on his line and I threw in and caught one. And and I was like, I looked at Jim. I said I need to know if that was a fluke. So I waited a few minutes um, and moved around a little bit and threw again another one. Um, I think it was a 20, 21 and a, and a 18 or something like that. And, and then left it. And then, then I have to go, go to sleep that night thinking I'm, I'm on winning fish and the whole week and I'm not, I'm not seasoned. So man, I'm, I'm, I'm not sleeping. I didn't sleep since that, after that night. Cause Getting nervous. And then, so I went, yep. So I went, then I went Thursday and practiced and, uh, went with my buddy, Mike, Pastor Mike and, he is he he's a hammer. Um, he is a power fisherman, and he is uh, and he 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 found him in his spot. But I went with him because he wanted to show me because uh, just in case it got canceled, he was wanting to show me or if I needed to come in there for a second day because you know because he was he you know he's a preacher, so he was gonna um, you know he would so I'd know where they were, and uh, he stuck a, a five five seven that was completely drained of energy i mean it was skinny you could tell spawned the side out. the tail was gonna spawn out yeah and uh and i'm, I'm pretty sure they, i don't know how many pounds they lose but this was this fish had a big old head and uh wow. and then so then we went and checked another spot that kind of matched my my uh spot i found on wednesday and i got into the stripers and boy I had fun. He said, you going to sit here and catch him? I said, I ain't catching bass. I might as well have a good time. I thought stripers <laughs> yeah. 45 inches, man. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> 45 inch striper. Yeah, dude. They were, they were Jeez. fun. Yeah. 
uh, fourteen pound test. You know, it's it, it was it was fun. It's like but how many pounds? How many pounds did you get it weighed on? Fourteen. Fourteen. I no 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 no. Fourteen pound test line. Yeah yeah no. How many pounds is the fit? Forty eight. Oh like I know. I didn't, I, didn't, I mean I didn't um weigh those. I just threw them back in and got back out there because they were schooling in there and I was I was having fun. You think it was thirty <laughs> pounder? Do what? No no no. I didn't. No no. They weren't that big. They uh yeah, they were twenty five inches. Oh, I thought you said oh. 45 inches. Yeah. No, no, 20, 20. Jesus Just, Christ. Did I say 25? <laughs> no, no, 20, 25, 25 to 30. Listener. Yeah, 25 to 30. They were in there. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you said yeah, 25 inches. No, hell, that might be a state record. Striper? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I saw one pre-fishing as I was coming back into the ramp. It was right on a mud line. I saw like a 30-pounder bust something off the surface. I threw a swim bait. Oh, I had a swim bait rig, and I threw in there like the second it happened. Uh, not the set, but like you know, within ten seconds, and it didn't yeah. eat. I was real. I'm like, oh, here we go, <laughs> but yeah. it, it never happened. They got See, some big me. ones. I like in there. catching fish, you know. I mean, you know, it's yeah, hard. It's hard it right? You're not supposed to catch fish, you know. And then when you can go catch on stripers and have a good time and smile, man, that's oh, what it's. I love. So. I grew up striper fishing out in California. Oh, did you? Yeah. That was one yeah. of my favorite. Fish. Yeah, I'd chase them in the in the ocean. I'd we'd go uh, surf fishing, just walk the beaches and stuff for like. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and cast out and surf. You don't get a lot of them, but the ones you get are usually, you know, at least 10, 10 to, my biggest is 28, but, you know, in that range, they're fun. Yeah, we we used to um, jug fish for them in Florida because they'd come down the St. John's River and go on a, a little creek called Black's Creek, mm. and we used to jug fish for them. We put jugs out for them at night just for stripers with, with big shiners, and yeah, dude, it was, it was a pretty good time, so. They're fun. Yeah. They got some big ones here in the south. I haven't hooked up into one of those really big ones yet, but I'm hopefully one yeah. of these days go for a sleigh ride with one yeah yeah mm. they're smart they're smart fish I'd rather catch one of those than a big drum those drummers they're dumb man they don't, i've never they caught them yeah they're stupid <laughs> <laughs> they're fun yeah. don't get me wrong but it's just like a big giant striper is a lot more intelligent and difficult fish i mean to catch i, I caught a like drum. a 38 inch freshwater red, drum or, that's what i mean red uh, not drum i meant like redfish redfish oh redfish red okay fish. Red fish. Sorry. Oh, that's um, a good time that's yeah, a good time yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, they're fun. They're a fun time, but like I said the big bull reds. They're not. They're not like the smartest of the fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, so that was so that was pre fishing for you guys. That's pre. That was pre fishing. Did, didn't fish Friday. Um, wanted to get everything together. Um, and I rode over and checked a couple spots to see how 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 much pressure they were getting. Um, you know, and and watch 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 some people. You know, cast it spots that i had and it's just it, it's nerve-wracking but i love when they cast and and then they they reel back in and they just shake their head and they paddle on and i'm just smiling year to year but man so but luckily nobody else nobody else found them man so it was it was it was it was a blessing this all this this whole deal worked out for me because you know of of just recent past histories you know jim being late so i find you know i find this box of jim being late and then and then mike the the week before or two weeks before I pull off a point cause I call him my, my buddy, Mike and I pull him. Yeah. They come over here to this point and catch these fish. And he says, uh, he, and he's a power fisherman. He doesn't want to put a shaky head. And I said, man, you have no fish. It's 10 o'clock. I said, put a shaky head in your hand and come over here and cast. And he, he caught, and I pulled off of it because I couldn't call up. I was catching 14s and 15s and just throwing them back left and right. He catches a 19. And all I could think <laughs> of, I, when I was, when I was fishing that little area, I said, I, I'm gonna pull off to somebody, and somebody's gonna smack them in the head. And I said, "I am not leaving it. <laughs> I'm stuck here all day, <laughs> sticking it out." Yeah, I did. I did. So, 
So how did the like the potential? I guess you guys didn't know until when did you figure out that they were canceling the Saturday fishing? Was the night that, before I, I, at registration. Yeah. So how did how did that factor into your pre-fishing? Like knowing that that might be a p- potential, or did it? No, we didn't know it was a potential in pre-fishing. I don't think anybody kind of thought of. Did you think about it was going to be in the pre? And uh, when you were pre-fishing, that it could get canceled on Saturday. I uh, heard about it Friday morning. Somebody mentioned to me at the boat ramp that Vinny started talking about it. So yeah. I kind of, at that point, I was like, oh, it's probably getting canceled. Because uh, yeah. I saw, like, I watched the Weather Channel and saw some, like, how bad those storms were that were just at the moment, like, hitting hitting um, Arkansas and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so I had a good idea. For me, I was just going to fish that, that area regardless. There was two areas. You know, I, I had a few different areas, but I knew that one. I was at least the area that I ended up fishing. I knew that I'd at least try that first, and if it didn't work, I did have some stuff to to fall back on. But had, yeah, all went pretty well. Well, that's awesome. So you ended up getting the day off on Saturday. Did you guys? What did you do with your day off? Just hang out at the house and prep for? Well, it's got to start off with Friday night. You know, we all got to have a night to you know, enjoy ourselves. And I actually, I don't ever drink. I drank six beers that night. And I mean, I had a good time. We were shooting pool at Stump Hole Landing and those people over there. So we stayed with my buddy, Tony Peavy. Um, he's my, he was actually my baseball coach in Florida and he's my dad's best friend. And he's got a little camper and he lets us stay every time we come up, but they got the little restaurant right there. And so I get, went in there and hung out and, and like everybody knows each other in there. It's like a whole family in there. So, you know, when you walk into a bar, you know, sometimes you worry about the, you know, who's the grumpy crowd, you know, no, they do. They were, they were high-fiving us when we walked in the door, we were shooting pool. I mean, they were, no, they were some young kids. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were as high as a kite and they were having a good time. And, <laughs> but they were, but they were shooting pool and, you know, I wouldn't let them young guys pay for anything. They were probably, they were real young and, and we were picking on their squatted trucks and, and they were having a good time <laughs> And then, then they left and then the, the older crowd come in and they were, they were, I used to shoot pool for a living, um, when, right when I was out of high school. So they kept calling me hustler. And, and so that the older guys kept coming in and they would grab a partner and then me and Ben Goad and, and my buddy Jeremy was there, but Ben, Ben likes to shoot too. And, and so we, we stayed on the pool table most of the night, but it was a good time. There was some crowd in there that they had a blast. So I met some good, good people and some, probably some new friends. And every time we go up, they'll probably, they send us some friend requests and, and probably go aggravate them. And the food was great. And, you know, they had served breakfast. So we ate breakfast Saturday and I went Saturday and ate breakfast there. And then I drove home and hung out with my daughter, played in the pool and, and hung out with her because, you know, she hadn't had much daddy time all week and with me going. So I kind of just, yeah. and I drove back that afternoon. That's awesome. So, so you made it made it useful. I made it useful, yes sir. Yes sir. Yeah. So how about you, Russ? Oh, it looks oh, like we lost, lost him. That. Um There you go. He's back. Yeah. Uh, hey Chad, we gotta shoot some pool sometime, man. I grew up next to a pool hall. I played a lot of pool when I was younger. Oh, Probably man. not. I yeah, I'd, I'd love I'm to, better man. I'm a better fisherman than I am pool player. I'm pretty <laughs> Well, you know, I, you know I'm no good no more. Better. Honestly, I'm no good no more. Pool is not one of those things you can quit for a long time and then come back. You yeah, can, you can you can hit one or two balls in and and then miss. But you know, used to running you know six and nine balls since is was you know the goal and and now it's like if I can get you run two or three, I'm ecstatic. But that was the first time. Honestly, that was the first time shooting in like uh, probably six years, five six years. Oh no, 
Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I played maybe I, I, three I, I, or four. I don't get a lot of opportunities, but I'll play a few times a year. At this point. When yeah. I was younger, I, me and my friends. When I went to the uh, Bassmaster event with uh, Jimmy and a couple other people at uh, Gunnersville. We played a couple rounds of pool, and I lost like nine or ten in a row. So <laughs> you don't want <laughs> if you want to take somebody's money. That was the thing is yeah. we, we just had a good time. I didn't care, you know, if, if if we won or lost, man. We were just having a ball, man. You know, a couple of times they were close to winning and they would screw up and knock the eight ball in, and they would just so funny. Well, I almost had you, I almost had you, you know. We, yeah. we, we had a good time. So I, you know, my wife, like you know, I'm generally home every night, you know, for dinner. So this was this was like you know me being selfish this whole week and 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 just doing my own thing, and and it was it was it was pretty awesome of her let me do that. So you know, so yeah. that. It, Sounds like fun. the whole weekend with the wind and the good time. You got to have a day off and all. Oh yeah, you could experience. You'll, you'll never forget. I'm sure. That yeah. Did fun. you uh, you take it easy on Saturday, Russ? Or uh, I did. Yeah. What I just rigged up uh, a bunch of tackle. I was thinking about going fishing. Like I said, it was a good day. It was prefrontal, and I was like, man, maybe if we go a little farther east. And that storm didn't look like it was coming till later. So we're yeah. thinking about doing some fishing, or even going out towards the coast. It wasn't too far from Charleston, you know. But I ended up, I ended up just trying to catch up on, on rest a little bit. And I, uh, worked on a bunch of tackle, got my truck cleaned up and we actually went out to, uh, to dinner for, uh, it was Garrett Wade's birthday. So there was a group about 10 of us or so. And we went to the mill street grill. Yep. I believe the name of it. Um, and yeah, had a nice little dinner, celebrated his birthday. He was there with his family, with his wife and two kids. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was really cool. I mean, to you be probably to needed a good day of rest after being on I'm the road. And exhausted, stuff. man. And so after the tournament, I drove all through the night and didn't get back until five thirty in the morning, and kind of paid the price yesterday. I was I was not feeling so hot. It was a bad headache, felt nauseous, and I don't know. So I finally caught up on sleep, though. I'm feeling better today, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taking a couple more yeah. naps and yeah, I can. Uh, It'll wear you down, I'm telling you, doing all the tournaments and just traveling. And if you don't get those rest days in between, it'll it'll catch up on you. Yeah, like I don't know how y'all do it. Like, I mean, it whooped me. And I I mean, I got nothing accomplished at work yesterday and today. I laid on my couch today going, I tried to take a nap, but it just, the business phone, man, it did don't stop. So, you know, so. Yeah. um, but I, but I try, I try coming back from like a, something like that. You got all kinds of business to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. Especially being a business owner too. You know, it's, and you did, all yeah, I've done another podcast too. You've been busy with podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, Lambert, you know, I might as well eat it up because, you know, somebody told me you need to do it, you know, and I'm like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I said, but I'm only good as the, the next tournament. I, so I said, I might as well eat it up. So might as well take what I can get, buddy. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll be some more tournaments. We'll see. I'm, I, I put the work in. I, I don't, I always believe that nobody's going to outwork me. So, and that's one of those things. So, um, I'm going to learn, I'm going to study, you know, you know, fish behaviors to, you know, seasons to, you know, I get into it pretty deep and, and, and no one trying to learn, you know, water temperatures and different stuff and, and focus on a lot of that. So, but I did get some, I got some good reports on, um, on Hartwolf that it's 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 on it's on fire right now. So is it? Yeah. You know, That'll be awesome. I'm, I can't be, wait to cover that event. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. You coming to that one? I I don't think I'll be able to make it to that one. We got some local. I run a local club that uh, I gotta. That's kind of my priority, I guess, for most of the season is 
Where should well, we that tournament at? Uh, our next one's on Center Hill, uh, April fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, it'll be. Well, Vin, Vinny be works. Vinny works hard for his anglers. You know, he doesn't overlap. He tries not to overlap. And and like he brought this one, he brought this next one down for us, and he's putting the South event in it, involved in it, and you know, with him and his clubs. And I just gotta, I have to have to talk with him about. You know, he doesn't want me to be. <laughs> I need my motor on this one because I got to beat a lot of people some places. So, <laughs> so I got to get on it, buddy. <laughs> so, I have to start doing some cycling or something. Before yeah, no, no, you're not going <laughs> to beat a motor. I mean, I can get, I can get almost seven miles out of my my Hobie when I when I get it when I get that uh that Torquedo 1103 all the way up. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's so. crazy for how big of a boat that is. How how fast you can get it up? Get it up, yes, sir. So your dad be in the boat business. I tinker with that height of that thing. Now you can't. I can't. Once I go slow, it's 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 put the pedals down. But when I got it, when I got it jacked all the way up as far as it'll go, it's you know it's not something that you could just put around in because you'll splash water and make make noise. But when you squat that back in, you can really get it going. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Start talking about your your the day the how how the fishing turned out for the event. Um, The the fishing. You want to go? You want to go first, Russ? Sure. Uh, let's see. So, like I said, that area that I had, there was lots of different types of water. Some areas were kind of more heavily forested, some were more open. And I, I was originally planning on starting the area on this one little shallow area that I knew I can get like a quick limit at, but they were all like 13 to 18, maybe at best 18 inches, probably. Yeah. Um, so I was uh, on my way there and it kind of lasts like split second. I'm like, no, I'm like, screw that. I'm going to try to get a, you know, I'm, I'm not going to play it safe. You know, play yeah. it safe. I'm gonna... I mean, w- maybe if it was a two day event, that would have been yeah, a better. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's, that's why, that's how I started it last year and it worked out well. I filled my limit quick and I went there and there was, there was smaller size fish there and I felt like I can just get a good idea of uh, how active they are or what they wanted to eat. And just sometimes just knowing that like right off the bat and at least getting a few bites just to see how they're reacting to lures can kind of yeah. uh, be a good piece of information. But, but kind of last minute, I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to start over here instead. And the two other kayakers. And a lot of it was because I saw the two other kayakers go into that area that I knew had, that's actually where I got that 121 inch fish that I shook off. Uh, where I saw two of the kayakers, it was a pretty good size area, but I was like, I better, I better start over there first. Otherwise they're going to hit everything before, you know, I want to yeah. at least get a chance to get some of that to myself and get a few so casts. What on kind some of stuff was trees. in that area? Like what kind of, just more ice. Was there was some grass patches, some uh, little reed clumps and, uh, some cypress trees, not as many cypress trees. It's more, a little more open area and yeah. had some isolated cypress trees uh, and then kind of on the outskirts of it, I, really where I started in that open area and um, didn't get anything for about 15 minutes. And then I worked right when I worked to the edge of it where it started getting a little bit thicker, thicker forested areas uh, there. I, yeah, I got three fish pretty much bam, bam, bam. It was a 18 and a half or so uh 20 and three quarter or 21 right at that and then the 22 and a half uh i got all three of them on a on a ghillie using my um, irod snyder sniper and um i've been using the, big, I've been the bigger that. ghillie the 130 size or the, the 110 the medium size the medium one. one yeah 
Yeah. Originally yeah. that rod, you know, is designed for doing more like long casts on grass flats with like a chatter bait or like a swing head or like, you know, bombing cast with a top water. And it wasn't really designed for shorter casts around cypress trees, but that ghillie is like one of the few things that it, it really uh, balances nice. And I could still, yeah. uh, I could still fish as a light enough tip that loads up. Cause that's the thing when you're fishing those cypress trees, like accurate casts, man, or, or everything accurate, mm -hmm. quiet casts. And just being quiet and stealthy in your kayak and getting the right angles and the right, you know, the, the better you can do at that. And I, I love that style of fishing. That's where I do best at. Like I said, if I'm sitting there video game fishing or doing live scope. Um, I'm, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm most likely not going to do well in tournaments doing that. <laughs> yeah. Not that I've done a few, you know, a few tournaments I've fished that way and done all right. But, um, but yeah, if I can, anything where targets are visible, you can see the ambush points and it's all about just getting and being as efficient as possible with uh accurate quiet casts and having the right presentation and um and yeah they were liking that how do you rig that uh 110 gilly just with the ewg hook or um you have some kind of special uh i don't my buddy told me so i don't want to say yeah how okay because i don't want <laughs> yeah him getting upset but um, I bet it's you could find there's Peter's videos of stuff, yeah. you know, of doing it that way. So, um, but yeah, so like I said, I was on a 17 pound test with uh, my Snyder sniper rod, and um, yeah, I got three fish kind of right off the bat, and after that, um, it was kind of a little. After that, it was just kind of one here, one there. I started rotating some other lures in there, um, started making some casts with uh with a bigger uh, swim bait with um, the bass mafia uh Zal dangerous swim bait uh caught one caught one on a big swim bait uh and missed a couple bites then i started rotating the uh swim jig in uh black and blue uh swim jig and uh, i started going more in kind of like the heavily like forested areas that had less light uh in it yeah it seemed to be like the areas that were like the isolated trees that were had sun all the way around kind of stopped stopped playing uh mm. and there wasn't much wind that there was a little bit of wind but and you know the areas where i was it was it was pretty minimal so i started getting areas with more shade and stuff and yeah. just working through that that swim jig through some areas what, what kind of uh water temperatures and stuff did you guys have 63 to 70 is what okay. I'd, I'd see throughout the week is that about so, what you saw chad I saw I saw some warmer temperature, but I was in I was in a lot cooler. I was in sixty one. Oh, 61. So yeah, like Maine River, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So what else happened? And, so uh, most of the fish that you were targeting, what kind of stages do you think they were in? Post spawn for post -spawn. me, I'd say the majority oh. of them were post spawn. There might have been a, a couple of those might have been bed fish. Um, and there was some bed fish around, but just by looking at them, most of them were kind of skinny and. Um, kept uh kept going and then you know i fished pretty clean all day and like losing fish is definitely like part of it like you're gonna lose fish it's you can't it's not you know you can't make excuses or say oh coulda woulda shoulda whatever but uh, i did have a quite a dramatic fish loss with did you did you uh, put the fish up on the video yet did no you, i'm gonna get that's the next thing i'm doing because i gotta send i, I want to i want to see it well, i would do too right. <laughs> i'm gonna i might <laughs> do a video this might be a good one just to put all my fish because i had some good fish catches on there and i got videotape 
just about all all of my all of my tournaments unless it's like raining really hard or something yeah. so yeah. i got the video footage more just to yeah to have in case there's any question about anything is, is probably the main reason i do it and i don't like yeah. giving up too much you know all the time so i don't well that's post, what you know post yeah, yeah but in this case i already said like what yeah and it comes back you know it'll come back to bite you you go back there and there'll be a bunch of people in your area but i think i can doing, get away doing with what you were doing showing yeah i think i get i already told her what i'm throwing and like I said, i'm going to send some of the video to uh to matt newman for uh, the i rod he's going to help make some reels and stuff and just some of the fish catches using using my rod there um so since those are going to be out there anyways i might put like a little youtube or something video together i had some good ones but the one, yeah. yeah, the one I lost four minutes left. It was, it was giant. It was, uh, it was skinny though. It was post spawn and had mm -hmm. it on for a while and and got close and it caught hip came off. I was at first I was like angry for about a second, you know, and I just kind of fell down and I actually just started laughing. <laughs> just because yeah. like given the circumstance, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like four minutes left and this like just like <laughs> rub it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny, but uh. But uh, you, you don't know, do you use it? You don't use a net, do you? I don't. No, I wouldn't have got it even if I had a net. You don't think so? It, no. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, so I wouldn't. It wasn't close enough. So I, I saw a picture of somebody from there that had a fish in his net that the lure was coming out of its mouth in the mid picture with the fish like going. Really? Into the net. That'd be a good one. Like, man, that's, this that's one of those times when it's yeah. Uh, this one was all in frame. I had another good one too on a swim jig where I set the hook and it ran straight back behind me to my left. And usually I'll try to find, just like pull them back. But after it went back behind me, then it cut straight back behind the motor the whole opposite oh, way. God. And I was able to hit the free spool for a second, lift my rod. I literally, I set the hook and I lift my rod. It went straight back. I lift my rod over my rods and the thing in like less than five seconds does a whole 360 around my boat. <laughs> um, I've never done man, that, that fish, before. Uh, he must have been caught a couple times. Oh my God. I, there are some good ones, man. So I, I think I got to, I got to put up the footage. It, it'll be, it'll be some good stuff out there. So it is just listening to him again. You listen to you get excited about catching fish. Like, you know, that's um, what I'm talking about. Like I got on stage and I, you know, catching those fish. I mean, that's, that's a blast to me. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what's all about. That's what I'm having fun. I mean, I want to do as good as I could. And I'm, I'm not even, I don't know. I'm, I'm competitive, but I'm more just kind of competitive with myself. Like when you beat me or somebody beats me, like, and they earn it and it's, it's I'm happy for them. And I don't, I'm not definitely not yeah. a sore loser. And I definitely don't, don't mind losing. I just want to try to do the best that I can do. And, uh and i'll more get mad you know i'm gonna get mad as mad at myself maybe if i don't so you make me bad I, yeah you analyze your day i i beat myself up pretty bad knowing what i could have done yeah. better yeah, yeah so yeah. I, i'm bad about that and i guess it's the only way we get better and want to get better because exactly nobody's yeah. gonna be harder on on me than me yep yep yeah. i feel That's the same point. the same way and it's not about oh i should want to beat this person or beat this or about i don't know it's more about i just want to be the best that I can be at this. And if I feel like I didn't do a good job of that or I made mistakes, I'll get frustrated, but like just always use it to learn for next time. And the more you keep doing that, the better you know, you'll get it at everything, whether it's the mechanics of casting or making decisions based on you know how much time you spend in a certain place or um, or controlling your emotions, you know, when you lose a big fish or something like that. Uh, all those things are things that better you can get at those things, the better results you're going to have. Yeah. I mean, that just speaks to, I mean, 
They always say it's time on the water. And that's all it's going to take, pretty much. Yeah, it's using that time wisely to yeah. to critique yourself and criticize yourself of, you know, of just, you know, having an intent of always just trying to, to learn and try to get better at things. Yeah. It's, uh, that's what I've been trying to do since I got back from Chick. I'm just every week, every day I go out, I'll try to do something new or try to push myself to basically challenge myself to do some kind of new technique or learn. Yeah. Totally. Basically, I'm trying to learn how to fish offshore more than beach gotta, bank like I typically do. You got to do all your other <laughs> Me rods. and you both. <laughs> you got to get rid of all your rods except for your deep stuff, and then you go do it deep because it's too hard to grab that rod. I want to go back. It's so tempting. Yep. <laughs> you just can't leave it. Man, you just got to leave it at the house and go out there with one rod and fish that one rod. I know they may not be biting that day, that's what I have to do because I got ADHD. I mean, I, I'm, I'm over here five rods, you know, and, and casting, you know, in a day. So when I learn, when I want to learn something, I got to take it out of my hands to want to be able to change. So and just stick it in my hand and, and fish it. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, Chad, talk about your day. How, how did it go for you? I mean, obviously well, it went well, but I, I got there. I knew I needed to get there before everybody else. Uh, there was one other kayaker got there before me and he wasn't sitting in his kayak and I sat in my kayak and I blocked um, pretty much so I could get out the gate faster than everybody else. And so I, you know, I paddle over my spot and, and be, and get there and sit down. And then that's like the biggest relief is, is knowing that nobody's sitting like Russ, Russ, Russ handled like a champ. He had several spots where, right where he was at. Well, I knew where I wanted to start. And, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, all the worst case scenarios because I overanalyze everything. Like, so you know, if you think I slept much Friday night, you, that's you've lost uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> two hours. So so I, I, I get out there and, and um, I'm casting for about two hours and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm trying to pay attention. And, and I found that they moved. They moved on me. And so when I moved, I found them and I, I you know, it was nine o'clock before my first fish. And then I started catching them um so how, and, how did the the area that you were fishing how did that set up like what kind of um i was more vegetation or structure were you fishing around i was more moving water yeah, i mean okay. i was in i was river river fishing so I, i'm you know but they they moved up really shallow on me and mm-hmm. that they were on the ledges um on wednesday um and they moved up really shallow so um so i was uh you know fishing fishing and and throwing and um and when they moved and I, so I, when i went up shallow started fishing up shallow um the i got i got hit and and caught it and and you know the boat traffic is just and then they were sitting around me they were hanging out they were you know i had a flotilla with me by the end of the day um they were coming through you know i had the total opposite experiences of what christina had you know um you know, I like uh, either either it's current or ditches, um, you know, fishing ditches at Santee. I, people don't know that um, from three foot to uh, four foot or five foot is a ditch and they'll set up in it. Um, I was catching, yeah. you know, it's kind of a I was a pre-spawn spot um, where they were com- where they were coming and going. So I call pre-spawn and post-spawn uh, fish. Yeah, I was looking at some of your fish and it looked like they a lot of them were a little fatter and yeah. kind of had a little yeah. big, bigger belly on them. What some that of had a lot to do with it with the water temperature too you know um so um fishing fishing that and um you know so and i, I was i was throwing a jackhammer and hmm. like i said when when larry 
you know, I was, I was fishing several jackhammers. Um, and when Larry threw in and called, I, I asked him before the tournament. And I, I shouldn't have asked him. And I was probably in the wrong. I said, man, what trailer? He says, I hate to tell you, but you let me catch that big fish before a tournament. And he showed me. And, and I mean, like I said, I won't tell y'all what it is because I respect him because that's what he likes yeah. to do. And I caught every fish with that trailer, with that trailer on it. Um, and, but I had to do something different that I've never really done with a jackhammer. I had to suck it to the bottom. I mean, it, I mean, I didn't think you could run a jackhammer. I, I, I honestly wonder if I had a jig, a football jig or something like that. <laughs> if I would have reeled yeah. it, I, I probably could have caught them the same way as I did with the jackhammer. Cause I, huh. it was that slow. Um, just and, like reeling it. Down oh, dude, on the I mean, bottom, six, like eight, six, eight, eight. And I was doing this. That's like, like what, this that's what Ewing was doing right? too. To Is win that the Harris you? Chain event, that's what Ewing was doing too. It made all the oh, difference. Was it? Yeah, that Jordan Marshall. Yeah, I remember him saying that, him. but I, yeah, yeah, and yeah, fishing it too it fast, and he was just crawling it. Yeah. yeah. So, so kind of fishing it like a wobblehead or something. Yeah, like yeah, exactly, like a wobblehead. You know, keeping it, making sure you keep bottom contact. And there was, there was, you know, there was a stump over there that I had, I had to hit, and and it would come around it, and the fish were just, they were stacked, and I could see them um, on the live scope. Um, you know, in perspective mode, um, you know, you see the top half and, you know, once it gets, you know, a little bit deeper, they disappear. Um, but yeah. no one there. And, uh, so and then, then at the end of the day, they quit hitting the, um, jackhammer and, um, I lost probably seven jackhammers that day, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. If you're and, saying uh, around dude, the stump, I was like, yeah, yeah, my yeah. first thought is like, God, I would lose like half yeah, my jackhammers yeah, doing I, that. You know, um, and so then I changed to a spinnerbait and I love spinnerbait fishing. I think yeah. I love it more than a jackhammer. If I could put it, if I, you know, I've, I've really put a lot of time this last year learning the spinnerbait. Um, so when I was fishing the, um, spinnerbait, um, what brand do you like? What spinnerbait do you like? Well, that was a, the true South. And then there was one and here you go. You like this? I've seen a picture of one in the bottom of Cody Milton's boat from three years ago from three years ago that i use so let's just, <laughs> let's just leave it at that how about that okay because it's the same one i use i'm making some of my own too let's just leave it at that y'all want to go do some research y'all do your research but you know i i i, I think there's a lot in lot in the details so a lot in the details yeah. That's I had funny. a, um, and so then when, when I changed to the, the spinner bait, um, I caught, I caught a good size one. And then I had one and I, so I was, then I switched back to the jackhammer. Um, once I caught a few on the spinner bait and I had one, um, at the boat cause it was at 1130. I think I caught my last uh, school fish until two, um, two Oh one, I think is when I, when I took the picture of the, the last one of the day, but the one there was one in between it. I don't know, Russ. Have you ever seen a? a you you probably have because you've been in long enough. The underwater head wobble. You know what kind of fish that is? Is when they're under the water and they they do the head wobble. And oh, I've the seen. Drum? It, uh, no, this was a bass. She. What do you she mean, was, underwater head wobble? You know how like they come up at the top, crashing underwater. Oh, okay. You ever seen them under yeah, the water? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Every time they've yeah, done it with right. me, it's been a big fish. You know, yeah. and and she, when she wobbled and when she realized she couldn't get a hold of it, she dove down. And I tried to put my, I tried to stop her because she was going to a brush pile. I tried to stop her and I put my thumb on the, uh, 
I put my thumb on the um, spool and it, pow, it blew, it blew that fourteen pound test. Like, oh was, my god, you know. But but you know the but you know that's that's one of those things. You know, like that first fish of the day. I mean, it was it was flopping everywhere, and I I dig them look like an idiot out there trying to get it in my net. And they <laughs> yeah. it got in the net. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, it shouldn't have got in the net because it was it was flopping. I done hit it in the head three times, <laughs> and I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> You know, here I am. Oh, you didn't get it in the net. <laughs> so then the, the, the last one of the day was actually I lost that spinnerbait. And so I tried on tied on a good buddy of mine, John Martin. He um, he's owner of uh, True South Custom Lures. Mm-hmm. And he makes some heck of a jigs and he makes some really light. His live wire uh, spinnerbaits are really light wire spinnerbaits. You got to check it out. They're, they're really good. Um, and, and he had I had some of his his bigger spinnerbaits and. And I took it and threw out there and I stuck it. And it was really the only fish that came out the water all day and was shaking her head um, and trying to trying to get off. Um, and I had three boats sitting beside me and they're hooping and hollering. And, and I'm yelling, get down, get down. And my rod tips in the water and I'm trying to get her back down. And she's just dancing across the top of the water. I get her in the boat and I, I yelled and, and it was like, and I don't think nobody understood. They thought I was just happy about the fish. I knew that fish was special. I just didn't know how special at the time. And it was a big relief to get that fish. I think it was a 20, 21 or 20 something. I mean, it, it was, cool. it, it was healthy too. It was, it was a fat fish. Um, she awesome. was pre-spawned. So, and uh, you know, so that gave me the the notch to knock the the champ off the, p- the podium. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that was, it was pretty good. So it, it was, it was, it was just a blast. I mean, the day was a blast. I mean, everybody was so respectful, respectful to me. So we had a, it was, it was really cool. So, yeah. So were you catching all these fish off of one stump or did you have like, no, a it was, it was like several a others, run that you but, said, said but for some reason I'd go back to that stump and I'd, I'd get hit or something, you know? And so I just, I, I was doing circles over, you know, pretty good size area back and forth and, and working an area. So, um, but that's just where they were setting up. So, um, you know, it's just, I, 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 I don't know why that one stump would, would hit me and, and I, I'd hit it, <laughs> it bounce off of it. If I could bounce off of it, I'd get hit. But, you know, if you're trying to bounce a jackhammer off of a stump, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, not going to end well most of the time. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, you break it off and, and get another one. So, yeah. So, but it, I mean, it was, but even, even the spinnerbait, I had to, I had to drag the bottom with it. I lost, like I said, I lost that spinnerbait and I lost, uh, I lost another spinner, uh, two more spinnerbaits, um, on, on that same area. So, you know, so it was, it, it was a day for me, but luckily, you know, I had, I did miss that fish between the 11, I, I, I lost, missed two fish in there. The other one, I think he, he come out, um, he come out and danced after he got unhooked. So he was about 16. So, but those two fish were actually really key fish for me because it made me stay, you know, if yeah. you don't get a bite from 1130 to in an area until two, you know, you, you're probably not going to stay. But those two, those two bites and those two missed fish gave me the uh, confidence to stay. I mean, if I don't get those hits and if I don't lose that fish, I don't stay. One you know, little thing can, can change your day so easily. Yes, crazy. Yes, so even, even that, even losing that fish, you know, and that was probably one of the biggest yeah. fish, that, you know, it probably wasn't nothing like you lost. Cause if you say it's a big fish, it's a big fish. If I say a big fish, I'm, I'm so excited. It could be like a 19 inch and I'm like, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can out there. <laughs> you know, so. So, uh, but yeah, so it was that. And then, like I said, me moving, me moving off that point and thinking all, thinking the whole day of, of Mike catching that 19, he ended up in second place in that Murray tournament and I ended up in 12th. 
<laughs> or eighth. I ended up in eighth and he ended up in second. Uh, so, and I was like, I'm not moving because people kept coming by the area and then they would, and they was, they was two kayaks. They kept come. They, they were creeping and they were very respectful. They didn't, they didn't cast in my area and, but they wanted to know what I was doing. I mean, they were mm. paying attention. And, yeah. and so, and then I had one other guy, he come around, he come around the corner and I cast, I almost hit him because I didn't see him come around the corner. And then, and, and I, I pretty much said, here's my bait. Look at it as it falls in front of you. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. Here, check I, this thing a, out. It was, it, was, yeah. it was a blue, it was a blue Hobie. I'm not sure exactly who it is, but I'm, I got a suspicion who it was. And, and I look back after they get behind me and they're reaching in their thing and they, they're tied <laughs> on there. Then they start counting like, I'm an idiot. God, if I'd have known he wasn't there. And I'm like, he's just about to beat me with my own bait. Cause I'm not like you guys. <laughs> I'm a rookie all this. So, <laughs> so it was That's a good awesome. time. Then, then I got to hang out with Russ and, and Russ is the, the best comment of the day was, you know, we were at the Queen City. <laughs> we, we had Queen City. So that means, you know, Queen City means a lot to me. Like, they have um Vinny runs a heck of a show and it, it means a lot i want to i want angler of the year there um i missed i missed third i was fourth angler of the year last year um i missed third because i by one point i pulled off a spot to help my buddy mike um i was on fish at santee actually um they were schooling um and i pulled off the fish and let him have them um, so he could get into the TOC, he needed a good finish, and that that cost me jumping down the third. But I, I wouldn't change that for I mean jump, dropping on the fourth. I wouldn't change that for the world. So um, I'm sitting in third, and I wanted to win in TOC and, and Queen City because it's tough. We more days two downs are tough to win, and and Russ Russ knocks me off, but he he looks at me, he says, "You got me in the Hobie, didn't you?" And I said, "I don't know." <laughs> Well, given what you had, because I kind of figured out my big fish was 22 and a half. I think, what was your big one? 21 and change 20, or something? 21, 21 something. I'm not so exactly. in order to be tied with me, like, I figured, I'm like, you got to have all solid fish if your kicker isn't isn't that big. Because all mine were pretty, my smallest was 18 and three quarters. Yeah. So I'm like, all he has to do is like, I'm like, his fifth one's got to be 18 and three quarters. Like, if his big one is 21 and he's tied with me, I'm like, oh, he's got me. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, I was happy for you, though. So, so I, I said it on the other one, Vinny. Man, Vinny was a class act because I called him and I said, and uh, on Thursday I was talking to him when I was practicing with Mike. I got done practicing with Mike and I called him and and for some reason I don't know why I called him at the right time. Like things work out. I don't. It. it, it I don't know what it is. You, you know, somebody told me when it's your time, it's your time. But you know, it, I, I believe that wholeheartedly because things work out like they're supposed to. So I called Vinny and. uh and he says he said something to Matt Sandoval because I think that's who he said he was. It was behind him. I said uh, he said something about moving, and I was like, "Don't go there, Vinny." I said, "Don't go there." And he says, "Go where?" And I said, "Just don't go there." And he said the ramp, and I'm like, "Yeah, don't go there." He says, "Okay, I won't go there." And so, and at the end of the day, on the way to the way, and he calls me, and he says, "You gone?" You know, because I had no service. I don't know if you knew this, but I didn't have no service. I didn't sandbag on you, Russ, by no by no means. Oh no, yeah, you know so. Um, I, I took off man. I couldn't even, I didn't check the leaderboard. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where I stood or anything like, cause I didn't know that one three was even going to be close in contention because, you know, by the time I left, I, I loaded up buddy of mine, Dustin hugs was grabbing stuff. He stopped catching, stopped putting his stuff away and come over there and started throwing my stuff. So I took a long, a long ride back to stump hole landing and got over there and the restaurant was closed. So I had to bang on the door, man. I'd, and they, cause they were in there cleaning. Luckily they were in there cleaning. Cause I mean, I didn't have no service. Um, and so, the, and 
trying to get their Wi-Fi or something? Yes, yeah, so they come yeah. to the back door, and I got the Wi-Fi and a pen, so I'm writing everything down and get pen. <laughs> I put don't double up on the fish, and 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 I call I call first. I call Blaine. I said Blaine, man, because he's the Queen C City. He was the one that doing director because Vinny, whenever Vinny does, if he fishes, he won't look at the pictures. You know, he won't yeah. even look. He won't even look at the monthlies. Uh, because he doesn't think it's fair if he's looking at the monthlies and somebody's on that lake, he won't even look at the monthly. So it's 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 pretty awesome. Like he takes a lot of a lot of pride in not uh, scalping people's stuff, you know. And um, yeah. so I called Blaine and Blaine. I was like, I said, man, can you check my pictures? He says, yeah, everything's good. I gotta let you go. I can't talk right now. Bye. Click. Like he wouldn't talk to me. Like you can know. I, and then then now now the nerves are shooting through the roof. Like I knew I something I was close, you know. Um, so then, then I, I'm on the way and Vinny calls me. He says, he said, you catch him? I said, yeah. He says, I said, did you catch him? And he said, yeah. He, and I said, what'd you have? He said, no, what'd you have? No, what'd you have? He said, 101 or something. And he says, I said, I said, I called 103 and you could hear the wind just go out of him. Like, you know, because he, he was trying to get the TOC. He wanted top three. You know, it means a, it means a lot to him. Like, um, me, this, this was a blessing. This was an extra because I, I, maybe when my daughter gets a little older, I put a lot of stock in these these national events and you know like so right now i have to put my stock in queen city because you know i just can't i don't have the time you know the yeah. the um uh, to be able to go and do that because Chase i choose being experience. a father yes yeah, i choose being a father over you know the, the traveling stuff and trying to be a good dad and a good family man so um so it, it let the sales out of he said i think you knocked me out of third place you know <laughs> You know, so and and so I was like, and now I I feel bummed because I, I you know I I care about my, my friends. I'll do anything in the world for them. You know, if you want my shirt, I'll give it to you, buddy. Even if it was my last one. So, um, so I go to uh, I, I I get to the weigh in, and then whenever we're on the stage with him, he he nudges the 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 guy that was the after the, the guy that was beside him, because if the fifth person went and he nudged the guy that was going to be that was fourth, and he says, "Did you call?" And he says, no. And then Vinny looks at me and he says, he says, I'm in. And his eyes just started welling up. And, and so it was, it was, it was really cool. So the whole experience for me for this win was, was pretty amazing. Um, with everybody's, I didn't have a single, you know, bad experience with anybody. I mean, it, it just was, it was a blessing. So it was a fun experience, I guess you could say. That's why when I told Russ, when I told Russ and AJ on the stage and they said something about winning, I didn't even care at that point. I mean, I'm at second place. I'm, I'm standing next to a hammer. You know, I'm in Hobie. I'm, I, you know, I'm 187 yeah. feet. So at that point, it was two of us. So it was, I beat 185 people out of this. You know, I mean, I've, you know, that's, that's, you know, at the end of the day. Same, same. It's not just like anybody, like just running the yeah. mill people either. No, it's this, like, is, this is, you know, these, these are some daggum hammers. And, and in one day, she yeah. like, can you know hammer it i mean i feel like i could have caught fish two days in a row where i was at and they were there because they were still coming in the afternoon but and they were there on wednesday so and they were there on friday because my buddy he wrote over how many keepers how many keepers did you catch throughout the whole day you think probably nine ten okay yeah so, so yeah i had a bunch of uh, actually you know my my smallest fish um i want to say was 18. Wow. Uh, that's so, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I thought I, I'm like to get five over twenty. I'm like, hey, you go through like twenty, twenty-five. Because sometimes, you know, if that's the case, you got to go through twenty-five fish to get five good ones. But that's, that's I, I got impressive. all the females. That's that's all it was. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch not a single bug bass. Um, they were all they were all females. So, um, it was it was pretty it was pretty impressive what what they were coming. They were either beat up or their belly was swollen up. So yeah, 
Yeah. So it was, it was, it was, it was was back in the same spot. Do what? Yeah. yeah. Post-spawn and pre-spawn ones all are in the same spot. Mm -hmm. That's common. You'll see that happen. Yeah. There's yeah. a good area for them to stage. Well, that's what my, forth, my buddy Rodney Tapp is. My buddy Rodney Tapp, I called him afterwards, and he's his dad is Ronnie Tapp. Um, he passed away years ago, but he was sponsored in the 80s, I think, by Red Man. He was a hammer on Hartwell, and, and he was a great fisherman. I think he, he helped. Uh, he was a big deep water cranker. I mean, Rodney's dragging. It, he had his son, which is Rod, uh, Rodney, which is my buddy, in the back of his boat, dragging a chain across uh, Hartwell before they had graphs finding rock veins with a chain and a rope feeling the bottom, <laughs> you know, the old school, you know, and, and he, he called me, he said, man, I'm proud of you. you. You put something in your hand and you kept it in your hand and you fished it and you didn't change. Cause you know, I'm an 88. I, yeah, I bounce around. I'll, I'll, you know, I, I did try a few other things, but I didn't put a lot of stock in it. You know, I tried the shaky head. I try to, I try to, uh, a swim bait, um, a few other things. Um, but they just, that's jerk bait and a couple other things. And they just, they didn't want it. They it, it had to been moving slow on the bottom. So, yeah, and so, and but yeah, like uh, uh, another lure I was thinking of when you mentioned that was like a swing head or something like that. Do you think I've, I've never, I've never fished one, so I, I couldn't tell yeah. you if, if that would have worked. So I don't know enough about it. So I, you know, if you've seen this, if you see this bait room, right? Like I've, I've bought all kind of baits and tried, <laughs> yeah. a, bunch, tried a bunch of stuff and half of it. And then the, you know, the, the crankbait and the, the treble hook wall and half of it will never get used. You know, you got to, you know, I I learned that when I was learning, it was a curve of wanting to learn everything. And then, then it levels out to owning what you learn, owning your, your, your key baits. And like you hear Russ talking about a swim bait all the time, you know, it's, I mean, a swim jig or swim bait, he's owning that bait, you know, and, you know, and so, and so it's, it's it's definitely the things that kind of become your staples or the things, whether it's your favorite crankbaits, your favorite jigs, your favorite, you know, yep. soft plastics. Like these are the baits I flip. These are the bait. I might yep. have yeah. 30 different baits that I can use for, for flipping, but you know, after time you kind of mess with a bunch of different ones and you say, all right, well, these are the five or six that I really end up, you know, it's like the most versatile. Like, well, yeah, I, it'll cover different. Sometimes you want more, you know, just different actions on this. Sometimes you want a quick little flutter. Sometimes you just want like a beaver bait that's gliding. Sometimes, yeah, you know, whatever the the case, it's like there's a lot of ones that are very similar. But once you find the one that you like to kind of fit that application, then those other ones just kind of sit on the wall. <laughs> well, that's see, that's that's what I think. Yeah, you're right because that's what I'm. What's happening now is I'm coming into me. If that makes sense, I'm coming into mm-hmm. exactly what I want to do when I go fishing and it's, it's really, it's a big, it, it's confidence. Like, I mean, anybody can catch a bait on anything. You throw it enough. Right. Uh, if you got confidence in something, then you can't beat a man with confidence in a bait. You just can't. If he's confident in that he's going to catch fish on that bait, majority of the time, if he puts it in his hand, you're in trouble. Yeah. I, that's what I feel like. I mean, I don't, Russ, what do you think would be in this? Totally. Like a swim, anytime I could throw my swim jig that I like throwing, like if they're eating that, then it's like it's it's game on <laughs> that's yeah, always we're, we're all that in I'm, trouble is what you're trying i'm to looking <laughs> for if they're if they're liking that swim jig and the, the bigger ones are around like i can yeah that's i mean you see it all the time too like when you're going go up to your buddy or something and he's catching them on something and then you try to replicate that mm-hmm. it just doesn't well, happen. that's what benny <laughs> said two people tried to replicate it while he was there and they couldn't replicate what he was doing so 
um, yeah, he was doing, he's on something special, you know, and they tried to replicate what he was doing. And, and I feel like if I fall into trying to fish somebody else's stuff, I'm, I might as well throw the tournament out the window. So, yeah. you know, so. See a lot of people doing that, just trying to, you know, fish other people's water or other people's baits or other people like, if you don't have an understanding of why something's working or why fish are certain places, like if you're just doing it just because you heard this bait's working or you heard this area is good, like until you understand like, you know, why or when to throw that lure or where to throw that lure exactly or, you know, um, yeah, or understand why that area is good and has fish and, you know, what's going to happen if the conditions change and where they're going to move. You know, those are all the things you really got to learn. You're not going to learn that just from listening to people. You're going to have to learn that from, like I said, time on the water and just and learning it yourself, you know. And there's always good advice and good, you know, stuff. to. It's good to watch, you know, and you learn a lot, too, from, from YouTube videos and from, from other people. But until you kind of apply it yourself, you know, that's when you, you know, the light will finally kind of click. Russ, whenever, whenever you try a new bait, do you, I mean, trying to learn something new, do you go find a body of water that you're confident in and you know, and that's, and you know, there's fish there and you know to catch it? Cause that's, I try to do, I try, you know, we try to go over to the Murray honey hole and, and I think if I'm trying to learn something, I take it over there cause I know the fish are there. I know it's, it's, it's a lot of fish and I can build confidence in, in that bait it's there. Something kind of both. Like I used to have kind of like a, a big pond or whatever. When I was back in California, I remember I'd get new baits and i'd go to that pond because i knew i can catch fish on it and i'd throw it just to get some confidence and kind of feel out the retrieves and stuff like that uh, i'd learn new baits that way other times like when i was younger i would uh, if i wasn't good with crankbaits i'd literally go out there with only crankbaits whether it's medium shallow you know only crankbaits and just crankbait fish all day yeah. i've done that before and then there's been other techniques, uh, like let's say the Demiki rig, which I've never thrown. And I uh, had a tournament at Dale Hollow, and it was winter time, and I understood the concept of it and everything. Uh, and sometimes just a matter of this is a technique that's like kind of specific to that lake, or like the float and fly, where I'll go out on that lake uh, and learn a new technique that's specifically good for that lake. And then once I learn it, I can kind of go and apply it to other lakes that maybe it's not like known to work at, but still could, you know? Yeah. Well, that was, that was me with the jackhammer this, this past year is, is knowing these people that, that the fish that it catches and trying to learn a different way with it. So Mike, my buddy, Mike, he, he fishes it extremely fast, you know, my, and then, so learning from him and going with him and listen, he, he's a high water column with that thing. And, and I had to learn to fish it my way. I couldn't catch what he caught. You know, other than yeah. when you're on Norman and the you know, windy bank, then you just you you throw a white one out there and you just reel as fast as you can because spots, <laughs> you know. But uh, when the wind's blowing, but um, you know, and then and my buddy Jeremy, he won Angley Digger two years ago, was second last year. He's a hammer, and he's Russ. He reminds me of you. You met Jeremy, um, yeah, and he reminds me of you because he's a essential Jeremy, Jeremy Heath, essential, right? yeah, Jeremy Heath. He's an essential yeah. guy, like. He doesn't fish nothing like he generally doesn't have electronics on his kayak. You know, I'm like, do you not mark your waypoints? It's not, nah, it's whatever, you know, and he just, <laughs> he goes out there, he goes fishing. I mean, he takes, you know, a top water bait and, you know, a worm and a, in a, in a, in a moving bait and that's it, you know, and he's, and he crushes it, but you know, he's, um, so I've learned a lot from him and, and trying to, I try to dumb down 
you know, my fishing. Cause I feel like the days that I told somebody, I said, the day that I'm going to win a big one is when I only fish with two rods or three rods. And you know what happened? I fished with two rods all day, you know? So I caught them on two rods all day and I had eight, uh, you know, with me. So, but I caught them on two rods all day. And, uh, and I, <coughs> so, you know, that's what like Rodney said, he says, he said, I'm proud of you for keeping it in your hand and, and, and working an area out. He says, you know, you always hear these guys talking about covering water. He says, you're in a kayak. There ain't covering water and kayak. You better just hunker down and, and catch the fish in your area or find the fish, the bigger fish in your area and, and go after it. So, yeah. And, so and I've tried to use that a lot, a lot more is, is, you know, work an area out. So. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, there may be some times when covering water is maybe more the way to go, but especially I feel like at this time of year, you really got to hunker down in a spot. If you find fish, you're going to find all of the fish pretty much. Rush, you, um, do you, you, you try to cover a lot of water or you try to fish an area out or, you know, uh, both. Most times I, I move, you move, I move pretty fast. I move pretty fast. Even when I'm fishing slow, if that makes sense. Like if I'm flipping the only time I'm really fishing, I'm not dragging worms. I mean, I'm not fishing deep and like dragging worms that much, but I'll, I'll flip. I guess when I do slow down, it's like when I'm, when I'm flipping or, uh, yeah, dragging a jig something around cypress trees, maybe and even with that ghillie, you know, I'm not fishing it very fast, but I'm moving around quite a bit and skipping over a lot of lower percentage areas and like really focusing my time, making my casts on like the higher, highest mm-hmm. percentage areas as possible. So if somebody saw me, I'd be like, you'd see me over here or one second. I'm gonna well, that's what, that's what my buddy, and I'll Jim, zip my buddy Jim said. My buddy Jim yeah. said, he, he said, he said, I, he said, Chad, he said he was an ant. He was like an animal. He said he knew what to throw at and what not to throw at. And, and it's like, here, <laughs> I cast it at every tree and, you know, and cast it at every tree and flipping at every stump and flipping at every, all the grass. And he's over here just crushing me. And, you know, and, and it, it was pretty awesome to see, you know, he was precise it, targets. And well, you know, to get to see somebody fish like that too, it, it, it makes you think and reevaluate what you're doing because I've learned, like I learned from watching, like, you know, you take me out there, um, Frankie Wolf, when I was getting, trying to, you know, really get good at the wacky worm at Santee, I sat behind him for three weeks straight and let him fish in front of me the whole time. And Rush, he's, he's, he's like you, man, he can catch a fish and you won't even hear it splash. I mean, when he comes into an area, it's so quiet. It's, it's unbelievable how quiet and he's, I mean, he's a big old guy too. And, and like, he's caught a fish and he's holding, he caught it, you know, not even 30 yards from you. And, and he's like, he holds the fish up and he puts it in the water. You hear nothing. Even, even when he gets it out the water, you don't hear this fish making noise. And then he's catching yeah. He's like, he's extremely Stop cautious of his noise. Ninja fisherman. So, so I've learned, I've learned, you know, to, that's a, that's a quiet. And then when I got live scope two years ago, I was fishing at Lake James. I was in probably about 30 foot of water. And a, one of the, one of the members uh, Queen City come up behind me and I'm watching this fish come to my lure and I'm sitting in 30 foot of water. He's probably, this fish is probably 20 feet down and I've got a drop shot and he yells, Hey Chad. And I watch this fish turn around and dart away. For you? Yeah. And this fish is in 20 foot of water. It's nuts. I, I mean, maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe he seen the bait at the same time, but he turned and ran. And I was like, ever since then, I've, I've people say I'm a little anal about it, but 
I'm going to keep eating them because I know what I've seen on the live scope. Don't yell at me on the water. Don't even yeah, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but it was but what's crazy is is where I was fishing, they were coming through, the boats were coming through, and they were they were turning down the radios and they were being. I was like, no, nah, turn that thing back up because they were pushing bait around and those fish were chewing and I was catching fish and in the prop wash. <laughs> so <laughs> seen it happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, what it ought to foe or someone won that one tournament in Texas and he was like telling people to drive through. So yeah. that he could catch them in their prop wash or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I, uh, I guess we're kind of getting to the end of the show here. Uh, do you guys got any sponsors and or loved ones you guys want to thank? I just, my, my, you know, I'll thank my wife, but and my friends for putting up with me because I agree on a regular basis. I don't have sponsors, and I, 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 I am blessed that hopefully I, and I never have to do this with with sponsors. You know. Um, you know, I, I do this for a hobby because I've got a real competitive business and, and, uh, you know, we, we do pretty good. And, and so I do this to get away from all that. And yeah. I, if, for me, if I took on a sponsor, I don't think I could represent them like they, they deserve to be represented. Um, you know, some of these big guys that you know, can do it full time, like I'll never be able to do it full time until my daughter gets, you know, Oh, up in age and and by that time i'm you know i'm gonna be i'm being old fart man i'm not gonna want to be fishing a, <laughs> on a ton, ton of tournaments in a kayak you know so so i'm just gonna enjoy what my wife lets me do and life gives me you know and and so let let these other guys that need the sponsors have them so and, yeah. and, and i'm not good enough yet so I, you know, I don't even deserve a sponsor you know i've got one win under my belt mm. with, with with hobie you know i've done some other smaller wins and but you know the you know but you, Russ, I mean, he's the one that deserves sponsors, man. Look at him; he's he's a hammer. You know, I mean, you guys, you gotta take pride in what you've got, still, too, man. I mean, oh, I take a lot of pride in. Oh man, yeah. I, 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 you know, I've worked hard. Smart to put you got to put your you know family got to put them first, and you know, manage your time. Sponsors do take a lot of time, and yeah, they do. Uh, take you know, when you got business, I, I, well, I guess, and you I got. Time that they yeah, family, and it's it's that's a fair fair way. Yeah, to yeah. So I do it just to kick all y'all's butts. So that's that's it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, that's what I do. It. You know, some people do it. You know, to, to I want to like I want to beat my my buddies. I want I want to beat Jeremy on the his best day. I don't want to beat him when he's like he's not doing well. I want to if if we're out there and I'm catching him, I want to hand him the lure that I'm catching him on, and I want to beat him while he's got his the same lure in the hand. I, that's just what I do. <laughs> how do we? How honestly? How do we measure each other up against each other if we don't beat? each other i mean how are you going to get better if you're not going out with your friends and wanting to kick their butts or kick their teeth in you know what i yeah. mean you got to hold each other to a high standard you know it's the only way to get better so you go out there and fish and not care to catch any fish and how you gonna how you gonna compete when the when the big guys come into town yeah exactly but no i, I appreciate you being here and uh, i mean get me on here and 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 let me you know ramble a little bit and and, and kind of pick his brain a little bit because i you know i I pay attention a lot to what everybody says, so yeah. they're just like get better. Yes, yeah, so yeah, it's the best. All the best fishermen I know, they do a lot more listening than talking a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, that's that's my wife says. There's there's value in just shutting up and listening, and, not, and boy, I, yeah. I, I think of that all the time because people totally. there's those details, those small details. People people let out, so you yeah. know, patient or they'll. Part take of, that's part of why I like being on the show. I get to just sit and listen. A lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Hopefully, More I didn't give out too much today. So, hopefully, I didn't give out <laughs> today. So, but uh, yeah, I'll you'll be, see. I'll be, in your, I'll be in your hole next year at Santee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, y'all come back next year. Um, oh, you know, it's uh, oh, yeah, I'm, sure, really I'm sure one of the trails will make a run through there. I mean, yeah, this is two yeah. consecutive years that there's like 
Bennett. I think it's my favorite lake. I was trying to have a conversation with Cody. I'm like, I couldn't think of one that I like more. Yeah. Oh, really? But, yeah, yeah Bistano was pretty cool in that fall, but that's not always... That was, I mean, I the thing that was about Santee is... I like cypress trees. I love fishing cypress trees. Well, the thing about it is, is every cast could be a five-pounder. I mean, anybody that's not, you know, even if they just want to come for the experience, you know, in one of these tournaments, you, any cast could be a five-pounder, and that's what's nuts about CNT. So, you know, it's not uh, like it's I the, the quality it produces. No, it's it's all it's, over it's, the lake. It seems like yeah, lakes amazing. plural. But yeah, like I was so. going back and looking at the Bassmaster, the Elite Series from last year out there, and it was that was insane. Like. Uh, <laughs> Two two years ago, two years ago, I went where Brandon Polinick was sitting. I was sitting there. I went. I paddled in a tournament. I paddled over there, and I pull. I'm about to pull in, and I'm about to sit down on that spot in a bass boat. High school tournament pulls in there, and they won second place out of that spot. Oh, yeah, wow. and I uh, dude, it crushed me because I'm sitting there watching them catch these fish on this brush pile and this little cut through, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I paddled. I dude, I paddled three miles because Vinny's ramp list, you know, and yeah. so I was like three mile four mile paddle and, and, you know, pedaling and, and I get there and <laughs> get taken. I was like, Oh, this is just, this was, this was a risk. And it, and it was and the, the, fit, the lake fish really, really small. Cause it was cold and windy too. So it's, you know, it, it's not a lake that you really want to be out in the middle of when it gets windy. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, it was tough, man. And then, and then find out they, you know, my buddy knows them. He said that uh, his, they were all excited because, they they were actually throwing a throwing a white spinnerbait, man, just consistently throwing a white spinnerbait in this one little area, and uh, and it's it's uh, it's where Brandon Polinick was sitting, and he there, and you know, so it was pretty cool, and uh, and I was like, I, you know, I sat there and watched these guys catch it, and I sucked that day. I think I caught one fish. <laughs> You're just but there for the show. It seems like. I was there for the show, yeah, because I, was, <laughs> you know, I was new. I you know I didn't have backup plans for backup plans, so, so like now I'm. I'm a planner now. I got backup plans for backup plans. So, you know, so, but no, thank you for coming on there. So coming on here and, and, and the invite and everything else. And so I yeah, appreciate well, it. Glad to have you on Russ. You got needs. I know mean, you got a whole list of sponsors. You want to shout yeah, them out? Yeah, I'm trying to remember them all. I got seven. Uh, Wilderness systems. I said I've been paddling my attack 120 for last, I got about six years ago to the day, just a little over six years. Things been holding up great. Money out of that thing. I love that kayak. <laughs> I also got a recon. That's all. It's set up pretty, pretty sweet. I got that thing dialed in. If I ever do decide to fish deep, uh, yeah, I got that too. And really love that kayak. Um, let's see, Torquedo. Both of them are powered by a Torquedo 1103. Um, the just the um, just the power of those things to especially work around current and go up rivers and go uh and just the maneuverability of having you know hands-free control of your kayak is, yeah. is really awesome <clears throat> uh dakota lithium batteries they powered my truck uh, my truck turned my truck into a little camper it's got a little fridge i sleep back there it powers my torquedo batteries powers my fridge and it's all because of the torquedo batteries or what the main um yeah it's kind of all centered around that if it wasn't for those i couldn't do that uh it's really makes my uh, you know, the fishing trips, uh, cuts the cost quite a bit yeah. by, by doing, doing it, how I do it and sleeping in my truck and pre-cooking all the food. It's a big part to just kind of my strategy of, of how I like to approach tournaments and, uh, yeah, Yak Attack for all the products they make, Black Box. I've been using that, uh, park and pole quite a bit this year, uh, as well. It's coming really handy. Great for bed fishing. 
Um, and, I got two uh, of those that I sit down on either side of me and did, fish clip to them. Oh, to, nice. I got to check out how you rig that up. I just put mine through the scupper hole and I know it can, yeah, eventually cr- crack it or something, but I've never yeah. had a problem yet. Yeah. Um, catch outdoors uh, for, I got the great um, um, kayak cart. It's tough as nails. Uh, it's been really helpful just getting to and from the, the boat ramps uh with that uh music city outdoors located in the heart of nashville tennessee and they have probably close to eight nine different kayak brands including uh the wilderness systems kayaks so they got sure tons to, of inventory right now dude yeah so get down there this is the time of year where they should be getting busy and people are going to be buying kayaks and, and that weather's warming up it was a, a hot muggy day here in nashville yeah. <laughs> so i was like man it feels like june already but uh it's early april so, um, and, uh, I rod, uh, so I got my new Snyder sniper. That's what I was, uh, fishing that ghillie on all week. Uh, so it's really designed for more cover and water, uh, and making longer casts, but it's, I'm starting to find out it's more, a, a more versatile rod than I ever, you know, even considered it. It's been really good for, uh, what are like the specs on that rod? What, it's a seven like foot five. Um, okay. moderate fast action so it's not a moderate not so fast it's 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 right in between uh and it's a medium heavy it's almost a little on the lighter side of a medium heavy i mean it's still medium okay. heavy but a little leaning towards the lighter side it's got a nice light tip which allows you to cast uh those yeah. smaller lures that are you know in that three eighths range you can i throw in as light as a quarter ounce like swim jig with a trailer so probably the actual weight of it is three eighths but it loads up really nice with a three eighths to half ounce Hmm. um and it still has enough backbone to to get solid solid hook sets and the thing i was saying that i didn't really realize i didn't design it for but it's it's been a really good uh worm rod too for kind of like medium size uh either just like a, a seven inch like uh curl tail worm or, or something like that or even yeah. you know, seven to ten inch with like a quarter ounce weight or something or like the six inch senkos uh like the magnum speed worms and stuff like that uh, or even a smaller, you know, even the smaller speed worms too, uh, with a little like three sixteenths quarter ounce weight. It's it's really been a nice rod for that too, which I didn't really expect that. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's a first little rod. Check it out. Yeah. Um, I like think it. that's all my sponsors. I hope that's all. Of them. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'm gonna write them down the next time you come that, on. I think that was six. Dang it! No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I think I finally Daddy. got all of them. <laughs> you get it eventually. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome, guys. I hope you get a couple more sponsors that you can, you know, really keep doing uh, this. That's enough. Dude. That's enough. Oh, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Like I said, you don't want to. You want to make sure you can do it. All. You get too many, and it just gets hard to to make everybody happy. With happy. I got the you. amount. I got I'm, I'm, they're all happy right now, but I gotta. I don't do as much social media as I, as I probably should be doing. It's 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 tough. I though. mean, you're out here winning these big tournaments. That's that's part of one of their checklists, at least. I think I hope so, but I'm trying to do <laughs> do my best, do some social media stuff and some some video when I can. And instead, yeah. I had a power washing business, and I think that's pretty much. I don't know. It's it's hard. I get a lot of calls from like old customers, and I'm just like, sorry, I'm. Yeah, I've got tournaments the next six weekends here, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, so I've been losing some customers, but but the fishing's been fun, so I can't complain. Yeah, but now's the time to take take advantage of it and start boosting your social media. You got all this, uh, yeah, I, yeah, notoriety right now. 
Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do a little post here and there. Like I said, I'm trying. I've got so many things just around the house and project, like just things to fix yeah. around here. Work on my truck and get ready for the next tournament here in four or five days, and try to fit a little exercise. And all I've been doing is sitting in my kayak or sitting in my either sitting in my kayak fishing or sitting in my truck driving to the next place I'm fishing. So I'm I'm trying to get out and get a little exercise too while I can. There you go. I get that. I get that. Well, good, good having you guys on. I'm glad Thank you guys you. could make it, and it's awesome hearing your experience from this week. It's good. Yeah, time. thanks for thanks for having us on. Good, yes, I appreciate it, man. It's always always a pleasure talking and yeah, chatting it up with you. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. sure I'll see you guys around. Uh, well, I hope y'all see me around. You know, we'll see Russ, but you know, I don't. Hopefully, I'm not the one hit wonder. So that's that's what I keep telling myself. I got some work to do. So you got some momentum. Maybe you get Hartwell. You get yeah, Hartwell you got some momentum. I bet you yeah. like, you like it there. It sounds like so. Yeah, I like it there. <laughs> I'll be rooting. I'll be rooting. <laughs> that's uh, both of you guys got Hartwell coming up next. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. That's that's the big BASS. So the the two day for BSS for the national event coming through. So. Um, I'm pretty interested in that. I got to decide if I'm going to actually use the motor on day one. So if I use the motor, I can't fish with with mm. these. Queen uh, City, right? They're having an they're the non motor, and I love that rule. I mean, I I feel like yeah. you put a kayak on it. I mean, I feel like you put a motor on it. You might as well go to get a get a bass boat. But um, you know, if I'm gonna say that I'm just as good as some of these other guys, I've got to you know put myself in the position with with them. So if they're fishing with it, I got to fish with it. So. You know, so for the to- Torquedo 1103, I've got what Russ runs, and it's that thing's amazing. I've got the rock, I beat the snot out of that thing. Right. Yeah. Innovative sportsman's rock guard. That thing's that thing's crucial. That's that rock guard is uh, must buy if you get it. Oh, yeah, dude, you have some money has paint left on right. it. It's it's got dings in it. I mean, chips and all that metal, and it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, a, I beat. I really have beaten the crap out of that eleven oh three, and it's 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 been yeah. holding up. The four threes are a little more delicate, still great motor. But those eleven oh threes are they're they're legit. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm I, when I say, I mean, I beat it up, and because I'll get shallow, and that thing will be grinding, and I'll hit stuff with it. <laughs> yeah. And and my buddies are like, "You really gonna hit that?" Like, yeah, man. I, I didn't buy this thing to not use it. <laughs> yeah. So put it to the test. Put it to the ringer. Yeah. It's holding up. It's been holding yeah. up. There you go. Uh, so that's awesome, guys. All right, start wrapping up the show. I appreciate you guys coming on. Good job good out there. Bruce. Good luck at your next Same event. You. Congrats to you, Chad, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. All right, catch you later, guys. See you later. See you. Bye. All right, guys. Well, that's another good show this week. I'm glad to that we could have Chad and Russ on. They're some great guys and. Seems like they're on some some great runs right now. Um, it's good good talking with them. Uh, coming up next, we got. I'm trying to think what's coming up this weekend. We got Easter weekend, and I don't think there's too many national events that are scheduled for this weekend. Um, but if there are, we'll figure it out. Uh, I haven't looked into it, but we'll make sure to hopefully get Jimmy back on too next week. So. I prod him about getting getting back together with us. Um, but other than that, we got the Dale Hollow event, uh, the Paddle and Fin Open on Dale Hollow coming up. Uh, get signed up for that. I think we got we're only a couple more weeks away. Um, I've been seeing some good fish coming out of Dale Hollow right now. Some big smallmouth. 
don't. I think they're kind of pulling up to small um, smallmouth, maybe spawning or pulling up to spawn right now with this full moon that's coming this week. Uh, it'll be the day that this posts. So um, we got some good stuff coming on Dale Hollow. Uh, water temps are right and water levels right. So get signed up for that, and hopefully that'll be a good event. But that'll do it for us. We appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.